Welcome back, everyone. Another week of Taurus Tech Talk here at SG Taurus. I'm your host, Matt LePan. This week, we're joined by one of our great territory managers. He's out in southeastern Mass and on the Cape. It's John Souza. John, welcome to Taurus Tech Talk. Thanks, Matt. It's um, nice being with you again. Um, I look forward to helping you out and helping our contractors out there in the field. And today, we're going to be preparing technicians for heating season. Well, it's been warm all summer. We're coming to the end of summer as we get into September here. And heating season's right around the corner. As much as we don't want to think about heating season sometimes, it's right around the corner. And John has been in the industry as a technician, as a service guy, owned his own company, and now obviously working as a territory manager and field service representative here with SG Taurus. John knows the HVAC world as well as anyone that you'll meet. And so what we're going to do today is get you technicians ready for heating season talk about some of the procedures you need to go through, some of the safety checks you need to do, and then what you need to have in your technician bag for heating season and how that might differ from cooling season that we're coming out of. John, diving right in here. You know, a lot of people, they think that a technician's life is you just go out, you change the equipment out, you change out some parts, and you're on your way. It's a lot more complex than that. What are some of the procedures that technicians need to follow before they even go out to a home? Well, you hit it right on the nail there. Um, procedure is the key to the process. The technician, we're shifting gears now, and it's always a little bit difficult. You know, our brain's been superheat, subcooled, and so on. And, and now we're shifting gears into the um, heating season. Now we're going to talk about combustion analyzers. We're going to talk about static pressure of the duct system, temperature rise across the heat exchanges, and so on. So. The procedure, technicians better develop a good procedure of how they're going to approach the maintenance call when they go out to meet the customers. And developing a procedure doesn't mean making a list and only doing what's on that list and acting like a robot. You know, you have to develop a way that you're going to get into a home and really connect with that homeowner as well. That, that's correct. Communication is the key. So the first thing, you want to identify yourself. You want to make sure the customers, they've never met you before. They know who you are what your, your goal is, make sure this system is safe and efficient for the upcoming heating season and to point out any problems that may be developing from, you know, age, lack of use, overuse, or whatever the cause. With all of this too, one of the real important things that folks are having to deal with right now is extra safety precautions. So if you're an owner, a GM, a manager at an HVAC company, or you're a technician listening, you need to develop safety procedures to deal with, whether it be flu season or obviously dealing with COVID. What are some of the steps that technicians can take in order to ensure they're keeping themselves and the homeowner safe going into a home? Well, number one, they got to present themselves in a professional manner, walking up to the door, knock on the door, take a couple of steps backwards, make sure you have protective gear with you, gloves, face masks, and booties, and identify yourself to the customer. Let them know um, what you're there to accomplish, and then strike up a conversation with them. How is the system been operating? Have you had any problems over the cooling season? Have you had any problems last year in the heating season? Have you made any changes to the house? And are you concerned more now than ever with temperature or humidity or air cleanliness of, of the system. You know, our systems circulate air throughout the house 
and possibility we could transfer dirt and particles from one, one area to another. So it's an ideal time for while the air is in circulation is to clean the air, humidify it, dehumidify it, and so on. So a conversation with the customer is the key. Talk to them, understand um, their system, understand any problems they've been having, hot or cold spot, humidity. When this fan comes on, noise, odor, airborne particles, or they've been noticing dust on the hardwood floor or some of the polished furniture and things like that. Spend a few minutes conversing with the customer, talking about their system and the level of comfort that they have in their home. I love that you're saying present yourself professionally and have all of that protective stuff ready. You and I were talking before and you said that we're HVAC professionals. Act like it. Act professional. And I think that is the number one tip before you go into any home because, you know, we had a conversation earlier this week with Jay Sites from Trading Technologies and he was talking about truck stock and making sure that your technicians have stock because you want in today's world the best way to put it you want that five-star google review if you show up and you look sloppy you don't have your protective gear you're kind of a mess you don't really spark up a conversation guess what you're getting one star and as a technician if your owner or your manager sees a one-star review they're going to have questions for you on why you got a one-star review so I just I love the idea of making sure that you have your procedure and that you're acting professionally. Yeah, professionalism is the key. We are um, licensed professionals, and you got to present yourself that way. A lot of companies um, spend a great deal of money on the image, truck lettering, and so on. The image has got to be carried on to the number one asset a company has is the technician that is walking into the customer's home. That's the number one asset any company has, and that person has to represent the company in a professional manner and do the job professionally with the tools, with the protective gear, drop cross, and act in a professional manner. Before you enter the house, you ask the customer if you can enter the house. You explain to the customer where you need to go. If you're going to go from room to room prior to entering a room, you ask the customer, May I enter this room? I need to get to the thermostat. I may need to go into the attic to service a piece of equipment. Communication with the customer's feet. You want them to feel safe and you want to be safe. You don't know if there's a dog in there. You don't know if there's a child in there. You don't know if there's an indoor pet that can't be let out and they have them in the room. So prior to entering any room, the communication with the customer and explain yourself the procedure that you've developed and what you're going to do. And then once the task is done that you were there for, you're going to give them an in-depth review of your findings. We present ourselves professionally. We're in the home at this point. Obviously, we're making sure everything's safe. Everything is presented to the customer, like you just said. But when you're inspecting the equipment, what are some of the things you need to look for, especially as we get into heating season here? Okay, the first thing we're going to do is when we walk into the area that the equipment is being stored, is we're going to make sure we don't observe any, uh, scent any odors that may be the fuel supply going to the piece of equipment, whether it's fuel oil, whether it's natural gas, whether it's propane, or even if it's electricity, we make sure we don't smell any um, electrical burning smoke. Then we're going to visually inspect the equipment, the area the equipment is, and 
most importantly, the combustion air source for the equipment. Some equipment is vertically vented into a chimney, the old 80% efficient wick. Some equipment is sidewall vented with a power venter, 80% equipment. Some equipment is sealed combustion. Some equipment is, even though it's high efficiency, it may be one type combustion. But we're using combustion air from the space. So we're gonna, we need to know where the combustion air is coming from and whether it's adequate, especially if it's coming from inside the building. And then we want to verify that there's nothing stored in the area that could be harmful to the occupancy of the building or the equipment itself. If we are using combustion air from within the building, um, we have to make sure there's no aerosols, no gasolines, no pesticides and stuff like that that could be mixed with the combustion air. So once we do our safety inspection, then we're going to get down, you know, down to business. We're going to we're going to take the equipment apart. We're going to inspect all the working components. We're going to tighten all the electro components. Visually inspect combustion air system if it is coming from the outside. Most systems have screens on the outside, and some of them have screens prior to entering the furnace. And if it's a high efficiency piece of equipment, we're going to pay attention to the condensate. I make sure the condensate is going through the drain line into the pump or drainage point without any leaking anywhere else. We're going to inspect the fuel supply. We're going to use electronic leak detector possibly. If it's a gas system, we're going to run over the gas line and make sure we're going to inspect the shutoff. Then we're going to do a, a good thorough inspection of the heat exchanger where the fuel air is mixed and burned. That's a sealed area that doesn't get mixed with the air that's in circulation. We're going to do an efficiency test. Yeah, so we know what to do before we get to a home. We know what to do when we get there. But now we need to know what's the best stuff to have in our technician bag. A lot of guys have these bags, and they're carrying around bags that weigh like 100 pounds because they're just <laughs> overfilling their bag. They're putting everything in the world in there, and they don't necessarily need it. And, you know, like I said, we had a conversation with Jay Sites from Train Technologies on what you need to stock in your truck versus in your building. What do you need to have in your bag when you go into a home versus things you might not need, things that pertain more to cooling season than they do to heating season? Okay, you're going to need a good quality set of hand tools, five, six inch nut driver, quarter inch nut driver, Phillips screwdriver, straight blade screwdriver of various different sizes. A lot of times that can be accomplished in one simple multi-tool then you're going to need a good quality multimeter that will do voltage, amperage, microamps, milliamps, flame signal capacitance, and also a separate meter that will also do amperage. So we can check the power supply going to a motor, the voltage, the amperage. Um, I like to use two separate meters. One multimeter sometimes tries to accomplish too many things and it's not as accurate in all areas. You're going to need a good quality flashlight, combustion analyzer, a bar scope. So in some cases, you may need to pull the burners out and take a look in the heat exchange if you're seeing some corrosion, possible crack, vacuum cleaner, dual probe manometer for checking the gas pressure, checking static pressure of the duct system, checking the pressure in the exhaust and the intake air system, inspection mirror, combustion analyzer, and then you're going to need the manual on the piece of equipment that that you're working on. So what I like to see is, especially if people are dealing with primary brands, train American standard, 
have an iPad or a laptop and store all of the equipment data sheets on it so that you're not fumbling through your truck trying to find it or asking the customer, gee, I don't know where it is. My husband's got it. It's somewhere upstairs in the drawer. So all of the pieces of equipment that you're coming across, download the service facts from Comfort Site or AS DealerNet, put them on your laptop so you know what the temperature rise should be across a given furnace. You know what the static pressure should be and the, the wattage that the fan is going to use based on the static pressure. Because the customer may be complaining about a high electric bill and they may be complaining about a high gas bill. Yeah, and having those things is so important. And they're all available, like you said, right on your iPad, right on your phone even, if you have a company phone or a company laptop. Simple, simple notepad on your on your iPhone. Just make some notes. You know, an S9V furnace, some temperature rise on low heat should be this. Temperature rise on high heat should be that. Make notes of things like that. You should also have all the service parts required for the equipment that you are working on in your truck because time is money. You know, if, if you can do the call, have the pot ready, satisfy the customer's needs, and move on to the next one. Everybody's happy. Your boss is happy. You're happy. The customer's happy. You don't inconvenience them about saying, gee, i got to go back. I'm going to have to return. And, well, they had another appointment that they were going to go to. John, what are some of the things to leave out of your bag? We talked about what's in there. You know, we're swapping over. We're cleaning some stuff out here, right? We've cleaned out our van or truck. We're going to clean out our bag a little bit, too. What are some of the things that you might be carrying around throughout the summer that you don't necessarily need in your bag coming into heating season? Well, first thing we're going to do is we're going to dump it upside down and get everything out of it. Because <laughs> there's a hundred of screws in there. There's little pieces of wire. There's stuff that we don't need. We're going to empty it. Then we're going to stock it for the heating season, and we're going to put it, the tools we talked about before. But it's going to be a light bag. It's not going to be a lot in the bag because we don't have any gauges. We don't have any vacuum pumps. We don't have any recovery, for the most part, unless we're doing a lot of heat pump service. If we're doing gas furnace service. It's going to be a very light bag. You know? But you're going to need a, a good quality vacuum cleaner because you're going to have to clean you know, the squirrel cage fan. You're going to have to vacuum any debris out of the, the heat exchanger. You may have to clean the burns out it's going to be a light bag and another thing you can do and you know this might be just on the outside pouch of your bag make sure you have your business card or a company card or a company sticker when you get out of there slap that sticker on that furnace so they know and make sure it has your phone number on so they know next time they need to call someone oh here's the number or oh here's the technician i worked with last december you know it could could have been something you went for a service call last December and now they want to do maintenance getting into heating season here. They're going to pull out that business card and they're going to remember you and they're going to ask for you by person if you've done all these steps that we're talking about. That's excellent. You know, the most important thing is what they see when you're done. So the piece of equipment has got to be clean. Believe it or not, when we were in business and we did air conditioning service, we carried spray wax with us and the outdoor unit got waxed before we were done because that's what the customer sees. You could do a better than above average job on the inside piece of equipment, but if they see your greasy fingerprints and stuff on the outside, they're not going to recommend you. That's, they're going to say the guy did a lousy job. But service sticker, we had a a five by five orange sticker that said call for service, our name on it, and our, and our phone number. Maybe that was a little 
carried away back then, but we wanted them to call <laughs> us back. Um, and then a couple of business cards, because if you do such a great job, you want them to recommend you to your neighbor. Absolutely, and that's the name of the game. You want folks to recognize your work, and you want them to recommend you to their friends. So, John, we want to first thank you for coming on and helping get the technicians ready for heating season. I want to thank everybody out there for tuning in. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, anywhere you can find a podcast. You can find Taurus Tech Talk. Just search Taurus Tech Talk. Follow along on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn. Use the hashtag Taurus Tech Talk. And as always, you can catch all of our podcasts right on our website, sgtaurus.com backslash podcasts. I want to thank you again for tuning in. We'll see you next week on Taurus Tech Talk. Yeah.